Hello, hello, hello. Hi, my lovely, beautiful people. Welcome to the Totally Kind of Okay podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Joy Bankhead, and thank you so much for joining me today. I am doing totally kind of okay. Thanks for asking. (laughs) And actually, today is actually tonight, and I'm feeling really pretty good. A little bit stressed. Um, I've got a little behind in work because I took a day off last week and I was sick a couple days this week. But you know how after you're sick, like when you're sick and you just don't do anything and then when you get your life back and you get energy back, you just feel like, oh my gosh, the world is mine. I can do anything and everything. (laughs) That's how I've kind of felt the past couple days since feeling better after being sick. And it's nighttime right now. I'm recording this at 10 p.m. because I was just excited. Like, I'm super excited about this episode. I hope you guys are too. If you saw the title, it's about when to know to make a change in life or when to transition. And it's something I'm going through right now. And I literally was going to record this the other night, but I was like, I should go to bed on time. And then I didn't even end up going to bed till like past midnight, but whatevs. Um, (laughs) I am just excited. So I was like, I'm going to record this. And tonight is Friday night. It is my date night. And by date night, I mean, um, dating myself night because I'm single. So I have reserved Friday nights for dates with myself. Tonight, I decided to get pizza, take out, and watch a show. And that's as simple as my date nights can be sometimes. Usually, I'll have a dance party by doing one of my workouts um, that has dance choreography and stuff. Um, But tonight, I just chilled and took it easy because I worked pretty late. I worked till like 7.30. And that's how I'm doing. Well, welcome to this podcast if you're wondering what it's about. This podcast is designed to help you improve your mental health. We talk about real life experiences with mental health issues and disorders, most of them being mine. (laughs) Uh, We discuss mental health treatment, tools you can apply to your life, healthy habits that improve your overall health, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. And I share my personal struggles and the victories I've had with my mental health after being diagnosed 11 years ago with bipolar type 2. And then I was also diagnosed with generalized anxiety, seasonal depression, ADHD, and marijuana addiction. Like I said, this episode is about when or how to know when you need to make a transition in life. And it could be any type of transition. Maybe it could be a job or a relationship, whether that relationship is romantic or a family member or friendship. I'll talk more about the, well, I've talked about this in past episodes, but I recently made a change with a family relationship of mine and put up some boundaries around somebody in my life because 
I felt like it was time to change uh, the amount of contact I have with them and in order for me to be healthy. And it's been one of the best things I've done recently. I have definitely better mental health. And yeah, I'm not going to get fully into that. But also other transitions could be moving to a new place, whether that's like literally just moving from like an apartment into a house or moving to a new city or a new state or even a new country. Um, I do want to live in another country. I'll talk about that another time. But your transition could be starting a business, becoming a parent, creating something, going back to school, buying a house, quitting an addiction, or just deciding to go to therapy. And maybe it's something you've been thinking about for a while. Um, maybe it's something you've recently realized that you need to make some sort of a change and now you're like, you found this episode and you're like, hmm, maybe this will help me with that and help me make a decision. And if you're listening to this podcast, this could be your sign that the time is now to make that transition. This could be the push you need to stop questioning yourself and just go for it. And hopefully I can do that for you today. I I really spent a lot of time preparing this episode because, like I said, I'm excited about it. I'm actually making a big life transition, which I'll tell you about in just a moment. First, we're going to do an affirmation because we start each episode with an affirmation, and I'm going to say it one time and then repeat it three times so you can say it with me, and I'll go slow. And I just think affirmations help change our thought patterns and therefore changing our beliefs about ourselves and the world. Today's affirmation is, I am constantly changing and growing more into myself. Let's say that three times together. I am constantly changing and growing more into myself. I am constantly changing and growing more into myself. I am constantly changing and growing more into myself. I chose that affirmation today because as I thought about transitions in life, I think often, you know, they're big, could be big or little changes. Like I gave the examples, it could be simply just starting therapy, could be a change in your life. And as we go through those changes like you know we're constantly changing whether we are getting healthier and better and improving or we're going the opposite way there's like there's really no way to stay stagnant in life and I'll I'll talk about the difference between being stagnant and being stuck but Basically, like they say, you've probably heard this, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. And it's all about your habits. This, this is just a side note, but all about your, like your habits are either helping you or hurting you. And the things you're doing in your life are either going to bring you closer to yourself. So you're going to grow more into who you were meant to be, or they're going to take you 
further away from who you were meant to be in and make you something maybe you don't want to be. And I think often we grow into what other people want us to be instead of who we were made to be and who we are before all these expectations were placed on us. Um, I think who we would be if we didn't give an F, like if we don't give a flying flip about what other people thought about us, you know, who would we be like if we didn't care about other people's opinions? And I know in particular for me as a wife in my past life, which just <laughs> wasn't that long ago, my dog's snoring. Um, I was just, I got divorced. Well, I split up three years ago and I've been divorced for two years. And when I was a wife, I knew I was trying to be what my husband wanted me to be. And so sometimes when we're growing, it's into what other people want us to be and not always who we want to be. And I think as a parent, a student, a child, a mentor, a husband, a wife, a friend, a cousin, we are always constantly being influenced by the people around us. And it's not always a bad thing, but I think we need to discern what they want for us and who they want us to be versus what we want and who we want to be. Therefore, I think that's a good affirmation. Like if you want to use that, if you're feeling like maybe you're being a little bit persuaded by other people's opinions of yourself and who other people's expectations, like remind yourself, like I am growing more into myself. I'm constantly changing and growing more into myself. And I think the more that we become who we're meant to be ourselves, like the true version of ourselves, the happier we are and the more fulfilled we feel. And that's something that I am actually changing in my life right now. I um, have always had this dream, like when I first graduated high school, not that long ago. <laughs> well, I guess I'm not going to say how long it was because it's actually a while <laughs> a while ago. I'm a millennial. Let's just put it that way. I'm a middle, middle millennial. And I, I had wanted to be a counselor when I left, uh, when I graduated from high school, I wanted to go to school for psychology, which at the time I thought psychology and counseling were the same, but they are not the same thing now that I know that. And then I went back to school about, let's see, 11 years after graduating high school to get a degree in counseling. So I did get a bachelor's in counseling, but in a lot of states, I would say probably the majority of states, you can't be a licensed counselor like a independent counselor or associate counselor without having a master's in counseling. And that brings me to the transition that I'm going through. I am moving back to the city because right now I live in a very small mountain town in Arizona. And so I'm moving back to the city and the city being Phoenix. And I'm going back to school and I'm going to start um, in the beginning of next year, which will be 2024. I'm so like 
<laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so nervous. I'm so scared. And I'm just doing it anyway. But what I wanted to say was I have always had this desire. And I think going back to school to become a counselor is going to be like me becoming more of who I was meant to be. I've literally had... I don't know, probably dozens of people in my life say that I should be a therapist or a counselor. And I've always, you know, thought that was a nice compliment. And I had, you know, initially that was my dream when I was, you know, in high school. And, you know, life happens and I started growing and changing into kind of what I thought other people expected me to be and now I am now that I'm single and I've learned to take responsibility for my life and I've learned to um do the things I want to do and and be who I want to be I'm like okay now I'm ready I'm ready to follow that dream and yeah so that's some big exciting news maybe I should have told you I had big news and then you'd be like, wow. Um, <laughs> and since I'm going through this big transition, I have been thinking a lot about transitions in general, and I wanted to talk about that. So first, I'm going to talk about signs it's time to make a transition. So these are the signs that it's probably that time that... Um, it's the, it's always the time, right? Like the time is now. Now is all we have. The past is, um, what do they say? The past is gone. The future is unknown and the present is a gift. I don't know if that's the exact saying, but the past is gone, the future is unknown, and the present is a gift. And we really, like, all we have is today. And, you know, I I try to remind myself all the time that I am going to die. And who do I want to be today knowing that I, I could possibly die tomorrow? Like, what am I going to do differently today if I have the awareness that this could be my last day of life. I didn't think I was going to get all philosophical tonight. Um, but it is kind of like a philosophical. That's where it sounds so funny. One time I said philosophical. I said it like I combined popsicle and philosophy. Oh my gosh. I don't even know how to say the word. Um, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and it is like, it is a question of like, it's a, a question to be meditated on, to be considered like, what do you want to be doing with your life? And one of the signs that it's time to make a transition is actually feeling stuck. And for me, this was a huge one. I have felt stuck for a very long time. And you might be feeling stuck for a very long time. You might be feeling like you're not really sure what you want to be doing. You're kind of just going with the flow each day. You might have a good job, but it might not be like 
exactly what you want to be doing, but there's a lot of benefits to it. And, you know, I mean, I was feeling stuck like I, well, in my marriage, I was feeling stuck because I was trying to, there's a couple different stuck. So in my, my marriage, I was feeling stuck because I was literally feeling constrained where I was being held back stuck because I was growing and changing in one way and my ex-husband was growing and changing in pretty much <laughs> the opposite way. And um, so I felt like held back stuck. So that's the type of stuck. Another type of stuck is like you're doing the same thing over and over again and expecting to feel differently or expecting something to happen but nothing really happens and you are afraid to like make a change and you're unsure of what could happen if you make a change and you're just kind of um I would say this is more of like a mentally stuck where you are in a position of, gosh, I'm trying to like describe this as I'm talking, which sorry that I'm like taking so many pauses, but I think it's like ruminating. If you don't know what ruminating is, it basically means you're thinking the same thoughts over and over again. So I think that's another kind of stuck where you're ruminating and you're kind of thinking the same things over and over again and you're not really sure like what to do. So I think that's another type of stuck. And then there's stagnant, which stagnant is basically nothing is happening. Nothing is changing. You're not, you're literally not doing anything new. You're doing the same old things and you're not changing at all. I'm trying to think the other things stagnant means. Like stagnation could be you're not changing or growing. Like you're not getting better. You're not getting worse. You're just the same. But that's not like possible because your choices you're making are either choosing to make you change in a good way or make you change in a bad way and I mean there are choices that could make you stay the same but if staying the same means like you're not happy like you're not like I was saying you're not you're in a job that's not necessarily what you want to be doing but you're not like um you're like there's good things but you're not like happy doing your job I think the more you stay in that job that you're not happy in, the more unhappy you're going to become. And to be honest, um, that's kind of like what I've been going through. I've been feeling like I have a really good job. There's things I definitely like about my job. And I like people I work with. And I like a lot of the things that I um, like the flexibility I have. But it's, it's making me uh, gradually over time unhappy because I'm not happy doing my job. I don't know if that makes sense. But if it's not 
improving your happiness, then it's not just going to be like, you're not going to feel nothing. You're going to start feeling the opposite, unhappy. Okay, and the stuckness that you're feeling, it could be physical, like I talked about, you could physically be stuck, like in a relationship or a job. I mean, obviously, you could be physically stuck in like mud or <laughs> like a pit or something. Um, but it could be like, you know, physically in the same place or mentally. And I just talked about that. So you may feel stuck in a relationship that's no longer growing or evolving into the relationship you want. Just like I talked about, my marriage was growing in opposite directions. It wasn't growing in the way that I wanted. So I felt stuck. You keep thinking the same things. You feel as though you're literally sinking down in the mud, like, you know, like, what's that, um, sinking mud? What is that mud? Quicksand? Quicksand? Is that what it is? Where you're, like, literally sinking and you need help or you need a rope to, like, save you? Let's move on. Another sign that it's time to make a transition is you keep saying you're going to do something, but you never do it. And, my therapist pointed out that, I mean, I've had quite a few people tell me this in my life that I say I'm going to do a lot of things and then I never actually do them. And it's not necessarily people like trying to make me feel bad or be critical of me. They're just pointing something out that I say I'm going to do a lot of things and then I don't follow through. And my therapist kind of said that to me in so many words. And she said, you know what? Like, you may not actually want to do that thing. So you may keep saying you're going to do something, but you never do it. And that may mean you don't actually want to do it because um, the things that we actually want to do are things that we make time for doing. Like if it was something that you really wanted to do, you know, as long as, and I think most people have the capability to do what they want, you know, if like, if you want to do something, there's a way, like if you live in America, which, you know, is where I live and you're literally like the most in the most privileged country in the world, in, in my opinion. And there is a way to literally make money from your phone. You can get a world-class education from your phone by looking at YouTube, by Googling stuff. And there, where there's a will, there's a way. And what I'm saying by that is if there's something like you're like, oh, I need a lot of money to do what I want to do. Like, I'm going to need a ton of money. Like, there is a way to make money no matter what you do. Like, there are so many people with literal disabilities that are making a lot of money because they figured out something to do. And I think now I think it's easier than ever to make money. And it may not be something you want to do to make money. Like, sometimes making money is a means to an end to do the things you want to do. So, like, what I'm what I'm getting at is 
that if you actually wanted to do something, no matter what it would take or no matter what it would cost, like even if it costs a lot of money, if you really wanted to do that thing, you would take the action to do it. And I, this, okay, I hope, I hope this really sinks in right now because I'm going to say something that is kind of like mind-blowing, like, because, okay, I will say that this literally, literally blew my mind when I thought about this concept. You may prefer the discomfort of comfort versus taking awkward action. I'll say that again. You may prefer the discomfort of comfort versus taking awkward action. And if you could see me right now, I'm like waving my hands. I'm a I'm a hand speaker. I don't I don't know. I have a little bit of Italian in me, but like I I often just I'm a very expressive person. And I want you to like think about that for a moment. Being a discomfort uncomfortable so being in a spot where um, I'll use this scenario of being in a job that doesn't make you happy having a comfortable good job might not be making you happy but the discomfort is good enough for you to live in what's comfortable to not make a change. I hope that makes sense. I'm trying to explain that, but basically something is so, something that's uncomfortable to you actually is bringing you comfort in other ways. And so the you're willing to put up with a little bit of discomfort to be comfortable and to not make a change. I, I hope I explained that. And you're willing to do that versus taking awkward action. And I say awkward action because often when you take action doing something new, like think of it like as the new student going to school in a new school in a new town. Like think about if you were, um, okay, Okay, I'll just use my, my life as an example because I was trying to think about too, too elaborate of an example. I went back to school when I was about 30 years old. And this was five years ago. Well, no, this was... Wait, how old was I? Okay. This was... Okay, I was 28. So I wasn't quite 30, but I was 28. So... Seven years ago, I went back to school when I was 28 years old, and I had been out of college for about 10 years at that point, and it was super awkward because I went back. I didn't do online school. I went like on campus in person, and who goes to the campus in person for an undergraduate degree? Um... 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 year olds. So I was literally like almost 30 years old going back to school with all these young people. I know it's not a huge age gap, um, but it did feel really awkward and it felt uncomfortable being the older person 
being in class with all these like super young people. And it, it was, it took me taking the awkward action of going back to school and at that age. And, you know, I, I, I didn't know like the proper formatting for papers. I didn't know all the new like forms of research there was. I didn't like, I didn't know like hardly anything about I knew about college when I had gone to college like 10 years before, but that was like a lot of technology had happened in 10 years. And so I was awkwardly doing things, taking action because I was pursuing something new because I, I knew it was time to make a change. I knew I needed to transition. And so I just did it. Like, even though it felt more uncomfortable putting myself in that position than the comfort of staying stuck in a job that I don't necessarily like. It was, it was a matter of making myself feel a little uncomfortable for a time being, whether that time being is a day, a few weeks, a few months, a few years, whatever it is, however long it takes to be uncomfortable in order to feel satisfied again, to feel happy again, versus just feeling the discomfort of comfort. And like I said, if you say you want to do something, you make time for the things that matter to you, like the things that really mean something to you, like eating and sleeping and binging a Netflix show, like your favorite show. Like if you want to do something, you make time for it. So what do you really want to do? Is it, is it something that you're just saying, like you keep saying you're going to do it, but you never do it. And that could be either a sign that you don't actually want to do that thing. And it's not actually a desire of your heart. Maybe it's, maybe you're saying you're going to do something because you want to be a certain type of person and look a certain way, or you want to impress certain people. So you say, oh, I'm going to do this thing. And so you like are more concerned about how other people view you and their opinions of you. And so that's why you want to do the thing. But deep down in your heart, like you don't actually want to do it. So you just keep saying it, but you never do it. Because like my therapist said, you may not actually want to do it if you don't do it. <laughs> like, like if you keep saying it and you don't do it, you might not actually really want it deep down. The next sign that it could be a time to make a transition is that suddenly once you think about the transition or doing the new thing, it lights you up like a new spark has ignited in your soul you feel alive again, you feel inspired, energetic, hopeful, like you have a new fresh outlook on life because you have pictured yourself making the transition, whether that's, you know, any of the transition examples I used before, but like, I'll just go back to my own examples. This, I don't I know I'm, I'm probably going to get some judgments for saying this, but when I was in a marriage where I felt stuck and I felt like I felt like I couldn't, you know, escape, um, I, when I 
picturing myself being single and doing things as a single person, like living on my own, like traveling on my own, you know, doing whatever I wanted to do on a Friday night. Like I have my date nights now and I do whatever I want to do. And when I pictured things like that, like being a single person, it literally made me feel so happy that there was that potential that instead of being in a marriage where I felt stuck, I could be single and like living my best life, like living the life that I wanted. And I think just having that feeling. So if you're feeling stuck right now and you're, and you think you want to do something, picture yourself, like really envision yourself making that transition or that change in your life and what it would actually be like, like picture, what would it be like? Like what time would I wake up? What would I do in the morning? Where would I eat lunch? Um, who would I talk to? Like, would I meet new people? Would I, um, would I be able to, you know, travel? Would I like just picture everything like down to like, what would be like my nighttime routine? What would I do with my time off? Whatever it is, like picture yourself doing some of those things that you would do when you made the change in your life. And if that really sets your soul on fire, if that puts like, like I just said, it sets your soul on fire. I was going to say, if it ignites your heart, if, if you feel like so elated because, uh, as a result of picturing that thing, that's a huge sign that it's time to make a change because when you feel those feelings in your heart and your soul, it's like that is telling you that's what you should be doing and you should not ignore those feelings. Like for myself, when I was married and it was coming towards the end, I would think about making the change more and more often and it would feel so good and then it felt very contrarian, contrary, it just felt very contradictory, (laughs) it felt very contradictory, is that a word? Um, you know what I'm trying to say <laughs> to the li- the situation I was in in life. And then that created the tension. And I knew like in my heart, that's when I knew like I had to do something like I had to make a change. I couldn't keep staying stuck. It was enough. Like it was eating me alive. Like I literally would feel so bad because I felt like on one hand, I had all this hope and desire. And on the other hand, I felt like I was being dragged down and pulled down. So if you feel that like tension of what you're doing now versus what you want to be doing, take that as your sign that you should do something. Okay. Another sign that it's time to make a transition is that opportunities will open up that you didn't even know existed. And 
Okay, for me, I'm just going to say, like, I'm a Christian. I believe in God and Jesus, and I believe he places the desires on our heart for a reason and a purpose, and I think it is to become more of ourselves and to, like, ultimately, like, share our story with other people and help other people in whatever way that is. That could be in any way that, you know, you could be a janitor and being helping other people. You don't have to be like a therapist or an advocate or a social worker to like be making a change. I think you can make a change in people's lives as a friendly cashier. That's not my point though. My point is that I believe in a God that has a plan for me and has things planned that are even out of um, my realm of um, what I think is possible. I was looking for that word, possible. It's out of my realm of possibilities. So I think often we don't even realize how many opportunities there are. And sometimes, like in my case, I had thought I had an opportunity and then I thought it was a close, like it wasn't no longer an opportunity. And I was really sad, but I kind of accepted like, hey, this is not going to work. I'm going to have to figure something else out. If this is something that I really want to do, then I'm going to have to just, maybe it's going to take me longer, but I'll figure it out and I'll do something else. And so I had ruled out that this opportunity was even a possibility. And then lo and behold, this opportunity came up and it was like amazing. I was like, wow, I didn't think this was possible. So what I'm telling you now is that whether you believe in God or not, I, I don't think it matters because I know in my heart God is real and I know he works in your life even if you reject God, if you're atheist or agnostic or whatever. I think you even if you don't think God exists, like he's still working in your life. And so... Um, that's, again, that's just my personal belief, but, um, I think things that you didn't think were possible will all of a sudden become a possibility and things like opportunities that you didn't even realize were available to you will become available. Like, and the, like the saying is that doors will be open, like doors will open, windows will open, chimneys will open. Um, there will be ways for you to get to what you want to. With, like, And I, I think praying about it, you know, if you don't believe in God, you don't want to pray to God, just meditate about it. Just think about it. Practice gratitude, you know, to the universe. I practice gratitude to God and I thank God for all the blessings I have. And I think because I am grateful for what I have, he allows me to have more things and have more opportunities in my life. So if you don't believe in prayer, just believe in gratitude because gratitude is a sign that, you know, you're willing, you're ready to accept more because you're happy and grateful for what you have. And just like they say, doors will be open, doors will also be closed. That is another sign that it, maybe it's time to make a transition is maybe a door closes in your life and 
I think this happens a lot. Like you may not realize that it's a door being closed for a reason. Like it may just seem like a slap in the face from God or from the universe. And the universe is literally telling you like, no, like what you're doing is not an option anymore. You cannot do it anymore. And a door closes for you. And it's like, okay, now you have literally no choice but to make a change. And this might, a door closing might look like someone leaving your life, like whether that's a romantic relationship, somebody you get, you know, broken up with, or a friendship, somebody leaves your life, or a business partner, um, or unfortunately, you know, people die, like we talked about, you could die anytime, every, everybody in your life could literally die at any time, I know that's maybe not what you want to think about, but I think it's important to consider our morbidity and the, the the real fact that everybody's going to die because I think it makes you appreciate what you have more often. But who knows, literally like maybe you are an assistant and your boss dies and now all of a sudden you don't have a job or another door closing could be that you get let go from your job, like you, whether it's fired or laid off. Um, you could also have an accident to where maybe, you know, you're restricted in some way and you can no longer physically do something or you have some sort of disability or, or maybe you have like a traumatic event and you can no longer like keep the current job you have or the current living situation. Like you have to figure something out. Or literally a door closing could be a natural disaster or some sort of disaster in your life where, you know, maybe your house floods or, you know, there's a hurricane or whatever and and it's literally like, okay, now you got to find a new place to live. That door is closed. And, you know, I'm hoping you're not listening to this because that's what happened to you, but that is like a real thing that could happen to somebody like a door could physically be closed on them. And it's like, okay, that's your sign that it's time to make a change. Maybe now it's time to move out of state, or maybe it's time to um, work on yourself. If you get let go from a job or you get broken up with, it's like, okay, now you don't have the choice of being in that relationship. And now you're forced to like, focus on yourself and work on yourself. And if you are now find yourself single, then I highly recommend date nights with yourself like I do. Like, even though like technically, um, this podcast for me is like technically work. I mean, it's work because I want it to be my full, maybe not, maybe not my full-time job, but it's like work because I want to build a business out of this podcast. And I want to create like an impact with it. So like, I think anything that you want to have some sort of significance in this world that that takes work. And um, where was I going with this? Um, Oh my gosh, I totally just lost my train of thought. Oh, that's right. I was talking about date night. (laughs) Um, You know, I'm doing this podcast on my quote unquote date night with myself. But I think 
like if you're single right now is the perfect time to start dating yourself and start learning about yourself and and doing things that you want to do and doing things like that you think will either make an impact in your life and your future or make an impact in other people's lives. And that's what I hope to do with this podcast is to make an impact with other people's lives and, and, you know, to improve them. Like I want, I want this podcast to really help people and inspire people. And that's like kind of the message that I've been giving this whole episode is like, maybe you need to make a change. Like this is your sign. If you're listening to this, it's time because time is not guaranteed. Like, yeah, um, I'm just going to go over the last sign real quick. The last sign that it may be time to make a transition in your life is that people will be fully supporting you and saying you're doing the right thing. And I think that comes with kind of like once you make the decision or or you start telling people what you're thinking about. Like, I think I want to do this thing. Like, I'm planning on doing this. Like, and if people all of a sudden are like, your biggest supporters and are like, yeah, you should totally do that. Like you would be amazing at that. Like that would be so awesome for you to do. And when other people get excited for you, I think that's a big sign that you're choosing the right thing to do. And definitely talk to people that you trust in your life, people who are healthy or try to be mentally healthy talk to people who are openly supportive of you that show you know you love and appreciation and because I just am gonna say with I think with some certain people in your life there are those people that are on your side and those are there are those people that you just hang out with that might be jealous if you told them something that you want to do and they're like um you know instead of being supportive and being happy for you and being like that's something you should do instead they get jealous and try to bring you down and make you think like that it's not the right thing. And I think it's important that you consider who you share information that's precious to you. If it's something that is like that's regarding your future and a big change you might be making, just make sure you're picking the right people to talk to and people that are honest with you because I mean, I talked to my therapist about this change I'm making to go back to school and become a counselor, and she was very honest with me. Like, she's very supportive of me, and she definitely tries to help me be as mentally healthy as possible. And she just basically was straightforward with me and was like, you know, this is a big decision. This could be like the next four or five years of your life. And you're going to be such and such age by the time you're done with this. And, you know, you're going to have student loans that you're going to have to pay off once you're done. And you won't be making very much money once you graduate and stuff like stuff. 
And even though she is one of my biggest supporters, she's also very honest with me. And I think that's important to have those people in your life that are going to not only support you, but be honest and truthful with you. And they can be cautious for you and they can have like worries or, or like hesitations for you. But I think ultimately when you do tell somebody that you support and who, or that supports you and you trust and you love that they're going to be happy for you if they think it's something good for you. So I think that's especially important if you are choosing to leave a relationship, um, whether that's, um, you know, cutting out a family member or breaking up with somebody, talk to somebody that you trust that is going to be like, yes, I think that is the best thing that will be for you, it will be much healthier for you. And just, yeah, just make sure you're talking to people who respect you and think highly of you. And I think if you are doing the right thing, I think they're going to be happy for you and supportive. And you'll be surprised, even even random people that you might barely know, like maybe, you know, maybe it's your coworker that you barely talk to, or maybe it's um, your doctor or, you know, somebody that you rarely ever see and you tell them that you're making this change and then they're like so happy for you. Like, and they're like, I think that'll be great. I have even random people like people at the gas station that you go frequent to like, and they're like, oh yeah, that's awesome. Like, good for you. Um, or I have this lady at, who works at Jimmy John's. I love Jimmy John's. Um, it's, I mean, I don't have very many options where I live as far as sandwich places go. I do. I definitely like, we're not, we're not supported by Jimmy John's. Like, um, I think there are definitely better sandwich places. Anyway, Jimmy John's is a place I go pretty often. Like I would say like once a week, and there's a lady that works there that's always, like, super friendly and nice when she sees me. And we talk, you know, just about, you know, small things, little random things. And I told her that I was going to be moving and going back to school. And she was just like, I think that's going to be so great for you. Like, I'm proud of you. I think that's going to, you're going to be very good at that. And that's going to be a good thing for you, and, like, she was just, like, so supportive, and so happy for me, and pr she even said she was proud of me, and I'm, like, she barely knows anything about my life, barely knows me, and it's just, like, basically this random person that's just supporting me, and I think that's a big sign when you do have situations like that, and people in your life who just kind of out of nowhere are like, oh yeah, that would be great. And I think you should do that. Um, yeah, that's, if that happens, I think that could be a big sign that it's time to make a change. And I just want you to think about this. 
real quick. This is what I'm going to end on. I have a couple questions for you. What if you died tomorrow? What would you have regretted not doing? What if you knew you only had one year or five years left to live? What would you do that you've always wanted to do? Where would you go? Who would you want to impact? What would you want your legacy to be on earth? I think it's so important to consider these questions. What would you actually want to be doing with your life if you knew your life was limited to just like another year or a few years? We go along in our daily lives not thinking about death. And I think it's important to think about death very often because then it helps you live fully and it helps you make big decisions like this. Because if, like, from, I'll use my example again, like, if five years from now, if I was doing the same job I'm doing now, and all of a sudden I found out I was going to die, I would look back on those five years and be like, man, I wish I would have gone back to school to become a counselor so I could help people versus staying in the same job that was making me not super happy. And I would regret that. So what would you regret not doing? What would you do differently? Like, what kind of, you know, what purpose do you want to live in life? Like, who... Who do you want to reach out to? Who do you think you need to be today in order to feel like you had a full life when you die? I think that's something to consider and really think about. Like, take a few moments and be like, if I were going to die, let's just say five years. Five years from now, you are guaranteed you're going to die what you know whatever it is and it's like you have the next five years to live your life however you want to live it what would you do would you travel places would you get a different job would you start a business that starts helping people would you make a lot of money so you can donate money to charity or leave money for your family or like literally anything what would you do in five years if you knew it was your last five years on earth please think about that and real quick I just want to mention a couple companies that I partner with uh, the first one is element electrolytes that's lmnt electrolytes they are literally the best electrolytes on the market they have no dyes, no added sugar, no artificial flavors, sweeteners, or additives. They come in a bunch of different flavors that are sweetened by stevia and natural flavoring. My favorite flavor is raspberry, although I'm really digging watermelon in the summer. It's a great um, mixer if you want to make a mocktail. You could put some seltzer water and some fruit in it and or some herbs like some basil or some mint and or you could get the um, citrus flavor and add some lemon and lime like if you're like me you're having a sober girl summer it's a great way to make a mocktail or 
You could also technically make it a cocktail. Uh, I'm not particularly doing that right now because I'm living my sober girl summer. So I just think it's it's a very healthy option, and not only will it make a great mocktail or cocktail, but it will also keep you hydrated because it has sodium, potassium, and magnesium that are minerals that are essential to help your immunity and help your body function and keep you from getting sore and just keep you hydrated and have energy and everything, all the good things. So use my link in the show notes. It's it's yeah, just go to the link in the show notes for your first purchase. And um, once you sign up, if you get a subscription, you can actually get your own referral link. And if your friends buy a box and you get a free box. So check them out at the link in my show notes. It's Element Electrolytes. The other company I partner with is Wealthfront Savings and Investing. Uh, Wealthfront, it's like wealth and then like the front of the building they're a high yield savings account uh, the best way to save your money is to earn a high amount of interest on it and unlike traditional savings accounts where you might only earn 0.01 or 0.02 percent interest you can accrue up to 0.5 percent interest every month with Wealthfront. So start a savings cash account today and earn 0.5% APY, that's annual percentage yield, for three months and then 0.45% after that. They have no background check required, no credit check, no minimum deposit. So again, go to the link in the show notes to start making your savings make money for you today. Okay, we're going to say our affirmation three more times. The affirmation, again, to remind you is I'm constantly changing and growing more into myself. I think repetition is so necessary to changing your thoughts and beliefs. If you can just change a single thought out of a single moment in time and do that many times throughout the day, you're going to start changing your thought patterns. So let's say this three times. Whew, man, I feel like I've been talking a whole lot. Okay, okay, the affirmation. I am constantly changing and growing more into myself. I am constantly changing and growing more into myself. I am constantly changing and growing more into myself. Thank you so, so, so much for being here with me today and supporting this podcast. Oh, man, I feel like this was, I feel like I gave you some real talk. Hopefully this like hit home today because this is something like I've said I'm so passionate about right now and I've been thinking so much about it because it's literally what I'm going through right now and I just feel like when I'm going through something, I just want to share it with the world so other people can be feel like they're supported and what they're going through and they can feel like somebody can relate to them so they feel like not alone and they feel like they have help and 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 hope and stuff like that 
And even though I talk all about myself on this podcast, like I was saying earlier, it's not about me. It's not for me to get likes or validation, although please do like and share this podcast. (laughs) Um, But it's not for me. This podcast is to help people who are struggling with their mental health or with life in general. It's for people who are in a tough place and need guidance, some sort of like handhold to be like, hey, I got you, like I can help you out of this. It's for family and friends of people who have mental health issues. And my mission with this podcast is to help people and families who've had experiences like mine to know they are not alone in their struggles and to teach them what I have, what I did to get better so they can also get better. Therefore, please rate this show five stars and give it a follow please click the share button. It's a little arrow and a box button and copy this link and uh, send it to a friend that you know might be contemplating a change in their life or a transition. And if they maybe have expressed with you that they want to do something, I think definitely send them this podcast so they can get some like a pep talk and like maybe have get some, um, inspiration or or some uh, what am I trying to say that they can just feel like okay like this is it like they feel like all right this is what I need to do or if you don't know anybody in particular just click share it and copy the link and post it to your social media to your stories if you want to give us feedback whether it's praise or criticism if you think I could be doing better at something like saying like all the time. I just, I noticed that tonight I was saying like a lot and I'm trying to work on that. Like I just said it again. I'm new to podcasting and I'm still learning a lot and I'm hope I'm trying to get better each episode with all the things. And so if there's anything you think I can improve, I'm definitely open to it. Or if you just want to say, Hey, I like this show or I think you're doing a good job, like this is something I appreciated about the show, then email us, it's just totally kind of okay, and that's just an O and a K, totally kind of okay at gmail.com, it will be in the show notes as well, and you can also send an email if you want to ask me to discuss a specific topic you're interested in on the podcast, there's so many things I want to talk about, but I would love to Uh, talk about something you're interested in. So please do email us, email me at tollykindofokay at gmail.com and go give me a follow on Instagram. It's just Tiffany Joy Bankhead on Instagram. And I do a lot more on there about mental health videos and, and stuff about my everyday life. And you can see my beautiful golden boys, my golden retrievers. If you like dogs, they're just the cutest. So give me a follow. And I appreciate you so much. Uh, thank you. I hope you really got something out of this. And I hope you're ready to take the next step in your life. I will be here for you if you need that. If you want some support, slide into my DMs. I'd love to give you an encouraging word or just give you a high five and be like, hey, you got this. And yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. I love you. Have a fabulous day. 
real quick i totally forgot this i just wanted to mention that this was a part one about transitions in life and this was how to know when it's time to make a transition that's part one is when to figure out when it's time to transition in life and then part two the next episode is going to be about how you can support yourself through the transition so i didn't give you a lot of tips today in this episode and so the next episode i'm literally going to give you like 10 tips to help you in supporting you and going through the next transition the next big change of your life so definitely come back and check out the next episode as well if if this is something that you're going through so thank you so much